Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing The Lion King. One of the biggest Disney movies of all time and also is one of the most influential movies in the last 30 years. Having some of the most recognizable songs and quotes from this generation. A film that traumatized millions of children from the death of Mufasa. It has a rather, rather large and long legacy that still exists today. In fact, still being one of the most popular Disney films out there. The animation is fantastic and has a great color palette. I love the imagery throughout the whole movie. The film also has one of the most iconic openings of all time. The imagery immediately hitting you with the rising of the sun on the Pride Lands with the gathering of a kingdom to see the presentation of the new king. With the opening culminating on Rafiki lifting Simba to the sky and to the kingdom. Now, I'm not going to break down the whole plot because almost everyone has seen this movie and it's been discussed for years. So for me to, to break down like, oh, in case you don't know The Lion King, Almost everyone knows it if you haven't seen it yet. Where the hell you been, man? You've been under a rock for 40 years? What What the fuck? But uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But I will say, great story. <laughs> My favorite part of this movie is the music. The score by Hans Zimmer and the songs are written by Elton John and Tim Rice. My favorite song from this movie is Be Prepared, and it's one of the best villain songs out there. Using green as the Disney color of evil has a lot of great imagery and the symbolizing of, by symbolizing Nazis and demons throughout it. Using the hyenas, I really like those little things. The scene where it turns to them marching in front of them, you hear the marching sounds, and they, they turn to German shepherds to symbolize, you know, the obvious symbolism. And, um, I also like when it turns red and you see the smoke and steam come up as uh, scars rising up with the rocks, and you see like bones and skeletons with horns being thrown around the way they look and the way they laugh they look like you know giggling demons i really like that stuff that's the stuff in movies i really like looking at especially in animation it's a really expressive way to show to the audience how evil someone truly is so i like that kind of stuff it's nothing too deep when you're like oh my god i need to break down every cell of this of this scene to get everything out of it no it's, you can watch it and you'll understand exactly what they're going for in one showing but it's great and i think it hits home every time you watch it I've seen this movie a bajillion times. It's one of my favorite Disney movies, so I think it's one of the best hard-hitting moments of the movie. Besides the obvious, you know, death of Mufasa, and when, you know, Simba comes back to the Pride Lands to face down Scar, that's the other, other, other than two, those two parts, I think this is the most hard-hitting in terms of its imagery. There is a great cast for the movie. Rowan Atkinson, Matthew Broderick, James Earl Jones, Jim Cummings, Whoopi Goldberg, Robert... Gilmay, I think it's how you pronounce it, <laughs> it's French, uh, Jeremy Irons, Moira Kelly, Nathan Lane, Cheech Marin, Ernie Sabella, Madge Sinclair, Jonathan Taylor Thompson, Thomas, and Nikita Kalmay Harris. Yeah, I really enjoy everyone in this, obviously. Um, I love uh, James Earl Jones and Madge Sinclair. I never realized that they were kings and they were a married king and queen in two different movies i knew james Earl jones was obviously the king in coming to america and in this film but i didn't realize the wife in that film as well Madge sinclair was also his played the his wife in uh, this movie i didn't know that so it's kind of like a cool thing i just found out i think that's really neat especially since if you look at the imagery of coming to america james Earl jones's character has like a lion outfit he has a lion that's draped over him that's embroidered i think with like citrine or something like that so it's kind of funny to see him play the king of the lions with the same lady i think it's really cool he's 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 been the king of africa in two different places uh if only they asked him to play in black panther you could have been the king in three different places 
in Africa. So I think that's pretty cool. A little tidbits I like to notice. And yeah, I think uh, I think everyone does a great job. Now I will say, having Jeremy Irons play Scar is he's awesome as Scar, and James Earl Jones is awesome as Mufasa. But here's something that just like I was like I never really noticed this before. Listening to Matthew Broderick, you know, <laughs> he sounds really kiddy compared to these two voices. Like Jeremy Irons and James Earl Jones have such distinct, deep voices, and they they their voice like automatically gives you like an air of respect around them. They sound like someone that'd be important. So when you hear like you know Ferris Bueller start talking like Simba. I mean, not talking like some talking for Simba. It's, I don't know, to me, it's just kind of like, it's kind of funny that they're like, oh, they mistake him initially for Mufasa. I'm like, does that sound like Darth Vader to you? It does not. <laughs> it does not to me. Now, it doesn't, I'm not saying it actually affects the movie, but it just, I don't know, it's something I'm like, that's kind of goofy. But uh, yeah, I like everyone in it. I really like Rowan Atkinson. Most, most of you know him for uh, being Mr. Bean, but I really like him in this movie. He plays Zazu, so I like him. He's funny. He's just a little like uh, he's like second hand to the king, so it's he's this uh, basically this <laughs> neurotic bird that just keeps freaking out, and I just find him enjoyable. Uh, two of my favorite characters in the movie is still Timon and Pumbaa. I really like those characters. Super funny. Uh, I think there's a lot of funny jokes in this movie. I really I really love Rafiki. That's another character I love. Um, yeah, all the characters are great in this movie. I, I, that's something I never really paid attention to as much as like how much I like all these characters. Uh, I will say my least favorite character is Simba, but it's not because he's a bad character. It's just because there's so many other characters that I like in this movie. He just somehow just doesn't stack up as much in terms of entertainment. But I do think his arc works really well and the way that he progresses through the story, especially the way that, you know, he starts at like he's kind of arrogant. He's uh, very, very impatient and how much it doesn't matter, seem to matter how much his father tries to embark his messages onto him. He's too young and doesn't is just too young to understand them. And then, uh, you know, life kind of shits on him <laughs> very quickly. And then, you know, you have, like, he basically gets adopted by a gay couple who basically tell him that, like, hey, man, it doesn't matter. We're just going to, you know, live life, have fun. You know, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I think Timon and Pumbaa is a gay couple, similar to Bert and Ernie. I don't care. But um, I really like it. I think it's funny. And I think the way that it progresses through that. And then he meets Rafiki, who kind of gives him that last bitch of knowledge to be like, no, man. You gotta be true to who you are, and your father's not dead. Your father will always be with you, and you can. That's how you. That's how he lives on, and I, that's how you can keep his memory alive, and that's how you can preserve him for the kingdom. So I like that little arc. I think it's interesting, um, really enjoyable. It's basically Hamlet in Africa with lions. So essentially, it's Disney's Hamlet. But yeah, I think this movie's really good. Uh, just like the majority of the planet. So I think this movie nine out of ten. I give it a nine out of ten. If, if Simba was just a little bit more entertaining, I'd give it a 10 out of 10. But he's just just not there. He's like almost firing all cylinders. Just one cylinder is kind of just half-assing it. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I've reviewed a whole bunch of other movies. I've done a bunch of Disney movies. So if you want to go check those out, highly appreciate it. So thank you. Um, I have been streaming on Twitch. been playing Lego Batman after, after I watched The Batman, which I also reviewed. I've been a huge Batman kick, so I thought I'd go on there on Twitch and stream the original Lego Batman. Um, uh, you can find me on Dr. Dr. underscore Quackers 66. If you want to check that out, give me a follow. 
highly appreciate it. I have an Instagram page, Dr. Podcast Movie Reviews, if you want to check that out as well. Highly appreciate it. And please stay tuned for our sponsors. Let's face it, we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bulk shit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers, and get 10% off your, your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.